it's Charlie here with episode 23 of the Your Time to Grow podcast. Now today I want to tell you a story about two conversations I've had this week. One with my friend who found herself standing in the kitchen nibbling on chocolate without understanding why. The other was part of a workshop I was delivering to a group of women returners trying to build their careers. They may seem unconnected at first, but as we chatted it became clear that both came from the same feeling. So in this podcast, I'm going to take you through acknowledging if you're feeling overwhelmed, understanding what you need, and then how to ask for it, whether it's in your personal or your professional life. The feeling of overwhelm can strike in the strangest of places, at a time when you might not even understand it, like my friend in her kitchen. When we explored her emotional eating, it came from a place of stress. She was juggling motherhood, running a business, looking after herself, working on her relationship with her partner, as well as all the other things we should be doing. Similarly, for the women returning to work, they were trying to balance everything in their lives and something had to give. They realised, like many of us, we cannot have it all. Feeling overwhelmed triggers our fight, flight or freeze response. So you might find yourself screaming at your children or your partner, or crying over things that normally wouldn't matter. This is a fight response. You might retreat into a glass or four of wine, a family-sized chocolate bar, or get lost in your phone. If you can't run away physically, you might check out emotionally or mentally. Finally, you might not be able to do anything at all, frozen where you sit. If any of these resonate with you, then you're likely feeling overwhelmed. Once you've accepted this fact, then next comes the creating a strategy for creating the life you want. Before you can ask for what you need, however, you need to understand what that is. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. We need to set boundaries. The critical thing about boundaries is knowing where you want to set them. So with that in mind... What is it that you want? Take a moment and reflect on that question. Write down the first thing that pops into your head. Are you looking to develop yourself? For a quiet little life? For balance? Think about where you'd compromise and where your bottom line is. When you know what you want and you make up your mind to stick to it, then you and everyone else will know where they stand. If you're struggling then think about a situation which is making you feel overwhelmed right now. What would stop the overwhelm? What would make you feel calmer? Having confidence in your boundaries, knowing they're right for you, helps when making decisions. For example, imagine that you need to be able to pick up the kids by 4.33 times a week. You might need to re- or actually negotiate your working hours. If your boss wants you to work till 5pm, you'll need to be firm on your answer. It's not about being rude, but understanding what is possible. You will also need to be prepared to walk away if negotiation is not suitable for your needs. But I would just add that in the current climate, as we face lockdown and the pandemic going further, many of us are feeling overwhelmed. And the reality is that it's really hard to put something in place to stop that overwhelm it's not just as straightforward as saying do you know what I'm going to meet up with my friends and have a hug or 
I'm going to, you know, go for a run five times a week and get some solace. Today I went for a run, but I took three kids with me, two of them on bikes and one in a running buggy. You know, we have to do what we can and that might mean compromising. So yes, know your boundaries. I stand by that. But also think about where you can do the minimum that you need to do to feel calmer in this situation. So I promised you five things to do when you're feeling overwhelmed. And you can do these even in a pandemic. The first, get out of your head. If you're feeling overwhelmed by the sheer amount of things on your to-do list or by the swirling thoughts in your brain, write them down. It doesn't have to be neat grammatically correct or even coherent. The purpose is to get it out of your head. It doesn't matter if the thoughts are emotional, logistical. The important thing is that when you finish, your mind feels calmer and less cluttered. And once you have everything down, you can go through and choose the important things to focus on. Ask yourself, what do I truly need to focus on for me and my family? The second thing is to focus on one thing at a time because multitasking is a myth. The word was actually created for computers, not humans. And many of us know this to be true, even if we haven't done the research, and yet still we try. This is never good for us, especially when we're feeling overwhelmed. So repeat after me, one thing at a time. Number three, declutter and detox. I don't know about you, but I find it really hard to relax when everything around me feels cluttered and busy. So turn off the phone or at least your notifications and clear a space. It doesn't have to be the whole house, but a space that is for you, where you can feel calm. If you feel like you can get declutter more deliberately, then get rid of old toys, clothes, things you never use. Create some space in your life. Number four, cancel your plans. I don't mean saying no, although that is helpful too. I mean cancelling any plans that you might have coming up. Now, we probably have already done this during lockdown. As I record this, it's day 100. Um, And so whilst, uh, you know, I think about making plans, it's probably unlikely. There's actually a kind of need to make some plans so that we have something to look forward to. So, you know, take this message with a pinch of salt because it's all about taking a break. So one of the things about trying to have it all is that we never stop. Feeling overwhelmed is often related to how busy our lives are. So choose one thing to remove from your calendar and then, and this is the essential bit, leave it free. Don't put anything else in its place and enjoy that time for doing nothing. Now, as I say, many of us have had pretty big plans cancelled, holidays cancelled, weddings, birthdays, you name it. Lockdown has caused a lot of cancellations but you know we're putting things in our calendars that are not the best use of our time and that perhaps don't fit with our boundaries because we feel we have to or we're so overwhelmed we can't do anything else. So I you know have been binge watching TV and Um, spending too much time on Twitter even though I don't really like Twitter so it may be cancelling the things that are not good for us and putting things that are better for us in place. Number five is remember that you're not alone because when we're feeling overwhelmed it can feel really lonely. We can spiral in our thoughts and forget that in almost every case 
someone else has experienced it too. So I would urge you to talk to someone, someone who's earned the right to hear your story, who will hold a safe space for you and remind you that this will pass. Because by talking about it, we're authentic and vulnerable and that's how we help each other. So with that in mind, we need to communicate our needs. Have you ever asked for what you wanted before? Maybe you were apologetic. For example, I'm really sorry, but could I ask you to... Or maybe you've asked for approval. Would it be okay if... Communicating your needs to someone else can feel really hard. But it's so important because in doing so, you're making yourself happy. This is opposed to asking someone else to be happy for you, as my examples were when we asked permission or were apologetic as we start our question. The key thing is to remember that you have a choice. You don't have to say yes to something if in fact you'd prefer to say no. Or you might choose to say yes but compromise a little. For example, you might have been asked to help out at a local event as a volunteer. If your first instinct is to say no, it's okay to politely decline. You don't have to explain further. Maybe though, you'll want to say yes. But perhaps you can't stay for the whole session. You might choose to tell the organiser the times you'd be available and leave it up to them. Or you might give exact times that you can come in and leave it up to them to say yes or no. Most people don't set out to be taken advantage of you. Sometimes we allow it by saying yes when we mean no or not being completely clear about our boundaries. This is where we begin to feel resentful, frustrated and of course overwhelmed. And my final point today is that you deserve to be happy. The fact that everyone deserves to be happy is not up for debate. Of course we deserve it. We might not always feel happy or get our own way but that is a separate issue. It's not our job to question whether or not we deserve something. It's our job to ask for what we want and see what happens. If you're someone who feels they don't deserve to receive what they want or they need, then you're also more likely not to set any boundaries. When I talk to clients about these feelings, they often come from wanting to please others. Many of us, and I include myself in this, will sacrifice what we need, what we want, for the sake of those we love. This has its place but it shouldn't be the norm. So I challenge you today to stop questioning yourself and whether you deserve to receive what you need. I challenge you to accept that you do deserve it and to go ahead and ask for what you need. The results might surprise you. As always, thanks so much for listening today. Remember to leave any comments or questions and I'll pop back and answer them. You're welcome to join my Facebook group for live videos, webinars and wisdom from the rest of the tribe. And if there's anything that I've covered today that you'd like some more help with, then please get in touch over at www.yourtimetogrow.com and join me back here next Tuesday for the next episode.